Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters, and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Hello and welcome to Curious Freedom with me, Kirsty Faruja, and Belinda again this week. Hi, Belinda. Hey. And this week we are getting curious about how you plan your week. So we're going to tell you how we plan our weeks and give you some tips and tricks on what works for us and what works for some other people in our community. And then you can take that with you and see if anything needs to be tweaked in the way that you plan your week. So yeah, we're excited about today, aren't we, Belinda? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, it came up from a topic that was being discussed in our Facebook community and someone just put the question out there and just said, hey, I'm curious, how do you plan your week? And it generated a lot of response. So we thought it was worth sharing some cool things that some of our community members had to share that might be different to the way we do things and comes quite nicely off the back of us talking about routines a little while ago as well, rather than the the individual routines, but focusing on the entire week and what does that look like and like the more big picture stuff. So yeah. Yay. So hopefully we're going to get really practical for you and we'll be sharing how we plan our week, why it needs to be a way that works for you and your family, how to allow for changes and scheduling in some white space. And as I said, some ideas that our community came up with and tips to follow as a guide to give you some structure or framework around how to apply these things. And I just want to say from the get-go, you please have some grace for the rain that is pelting my roof today. <laughs> it is very much welcome to autumn here in Sydney today. Mm. Lots of rain. I hung some clothes out this morning because it was nice and sunny oh, this no. morning. And then as soon as it started raining, I ran to run out and get it off the line. But it was good because they were half dry, so I don't have a whole lot of really wet clothes in. So 
just oh, great. sharing you about my day. Yes. <laughs> so tell me, Belinda, what does planning look like in your family? Well, I said a little bit about this when we were talking about routines. So if I'm repeating myself, it's all good. It's meant to be that way. So in my family, I carry that mental load of being aware of all the things, the events, the school all of the stuff that happens. So what I choose to do is I use my phone calendar. So it has absolutely everything in it. Every person in our family has a different color so that when things come up for that person, I pop it into my phone. So like when you're at the doctor's or dancing and something's been changed, you can jump straight into your phone, pop it in there. And I don't need to worry about like writing it down or something later. So everything's in my phone calendar. So if something ever happens to my phone calendar, (laughs) there's going to be a problem. (laughs) Which calendar do you use? I just use, I think it's iCal, the calendar that comes with the phone, but there's tons of different apps out there. I know a lot of people use like Google Calendar or specific actual apps you can download and things like that. So yeah, so that's kind of where everything goes. My son's primary school, we moved primary schools this year for him and they actually have a school calendar that you can sync to your actual calendar in your phone. So I don't actually have to put any of his events or anything into it. It just appears, which is amazing. So that's been really, really helpful. So what I then do on probably like a Sunday afternoon or something like that, I've got a whiteboard stuck up in our kitchen. So a place where everyone is most of the time, they can all see it and everyone has the same color or not the same color. That would be a little bit pointless. Everyone has the same color that's in my phone so that Mm -hmm. I know what is what for everybody. And I go through and I transfer everything for the week onto that whiteboard So the kids have actually, they're so used to it now. They're like always like, oh, have you updated it yet, mom? What's happening this week? What's happening this week? So much so that my eldest daughter, she'll now look at it and then transfer it to her own little calendar in her room. So she's got her own little system going as well, which is so great to see that kind of flowing on, like taking ownership of her organization and things like that. So yeah, that gets updated. The family knows what's happening We also, at the end of last year, when things got a little crazy with Christmas and end of school productions and all the things that happen and appointments, I grabbed out, we've got a monthly whiteboard as well. My husband travels a lot for work. So sometimes it's interstate, sometimes it's international. So he usually knows about those dates well ahead of time. And by having that monthly one up there, it just means that it can just be thrown up when we need it. We don't have to wait for the coming week to then go, oh, surprise, I'm going to Italy tomorrow. It's already (laughs) up there. So we find that really, really helpful. And yeah, it just works well for our family. Everyone's gotten into that routine of being able to check it, see what's coming up. I also this year actually got myself a physical diary that I can write in for my own things that are coming up or if hubby and I sit down and he's like, okay, I've got to go overseas in these months, I can plan even further ahead just so that we've got our head around things because I deal much better with unexpected when I know if there's already things coming up. So yeah. That just helps my anxiety, I guess, of just going, oh, well, I actually know that's coming up in June. So when we plan appointments or things in June, I'm going to make allowances for that because that's going to be a bit busier and things like that. So that seems to be working really well for us this year, except when you don't check your calendar and you put your appointment straight in and you double book yourself twice mm-hmm. and have to rearrange some appointments. So that was a fun moment about a week ago <laughs> that I was able to sort out, thankfully. Yes. So it's, it's always good to check your calendar instead of just put an entry straight into it. That's really helpful. 
Yeah. No, we had the same <laughs> issue on the same week. Didn't oh, we? yeah. So That's we right. Can... It was probably for the same appointments. <laughs> it was for the same appointments. <laughs> so, yeah, look, you can have perfect systems, but we're not perfect people. We're, you know, things happen. But thankfully, I was able to move things around because I had that overall picture of what the week looked like and the next week looked like so I could shift things. So I was able to still solve the problem. So that was helpful. So does your husband have access to your iCal calendar? Like yes. is it synced so, with his or, you know, he has, yes. he can see yeah, it? So, well, yes, we, theory, in we theory. Have, I have shared it with him and I can see some things on a work calendar that he puts in, but sometimes something doesn't always work or it doesn't upload or we need to look into this further because sometimes he just doesn't see what's happening. And I get it. He's extremely busy. He's in meetings from the time he wakes up to the time he goes to bed most days. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty full on. But yeah, I do have it shared with him. Yeah. I was just curious, like, how does that work for you as a couple? Like, is he over things or is he just looking at the calendar on the fridge as well? Yeah, so I think the the one we have in the kitchen, that is definitely where everyone comes to look. And even though I have shared the calendar on my phone with him, he definitely will look up on the board and he's actually using that monthly one much more now. Like he'll actually come down and go, oh, okay, well, this is when I'm traveling. And so I think he's getting more benefit from the actual whiteboards that we have. So the fact that sometimes things don't update on the actual calendar isn't too much of an issue anymore because we've got another system. So it's taking yep. care of that problem. <laughs> yep. And are you enjoying having that physical diary calendar as well? Like is that... Mm. I know you were talking about it. It's helping you to plan out months in advance and stuff, yep. but tell us more about that and how that's yeah. going for you. My husband was like, why did you buy one? Like, what, what are you doing? If you, you know, if you still, cause I bought it in January, we we're in office works, getting school things. I'm like, oh, that's pretty. <laughs> I go, okay. I didn't buy it just because that's pretty, but I bought it because I thought, well, I actually want to sit down and plan further ahead. We want to get better at planning holidays because we're not so great at that. So I am still using it. It's what are we in now? April. So mm -hmm. that's impressive because he's like, well, the test of a good diary is if you're still using it beyond February. I'm like, look, it's April. I'm still using this. So I really appreciate it, especially with appointments and things. I find it easier to like flick through a physical diary just to have that. I can write things down. I'm very like a calisthenic learner. I think it's what you call where you physically like if you do something you remember. Kinetic. Kinetic. There you go. I don't know what that other word was, probably isn't a word. But yes, by doing things I learn and remember. So the act of actually writing something down, I can also then see it in my mind. So yeah, it definitely helps me to be organized because I didn't want to introduce something that was actually going to be more stressful and take away from the point of being organized if we're just going to add more stress then there's no point but it, it is working well I appreciate it I like it it's got like a monthly planner in it as well as the weekly ones so it just means like at a glance I like to be able to just at a glance have a quick overview of oh wow things are already happening in July okay we need to keep that in mind when we want to book our holiday and things like that so yeah yeah. And does that mean that you're doubling up, like you're putting it in your phone and in your physical diary? Yeah, I am doubling up. So generally not a great way to go. No, but it works for you. Yeah, it does. It, it does actually work for me. Yeah. So there's some things where I won't always like put it in. It's starting to transform from more of a me keeping track of everyone else's stuff to 
keeping track of mostly what's just mine yeah. uh, as I'm planning ahead and things like that. So it's still it's still an evolving process. But, yeah, for me it does work really, really well, yeah. whereas others are like one and done, That that's what it needs to be, and that's great. But, yeah, it's just finding what works for you and then sticking to it and if it's not working, then change it. And so what goes in your plan wherever it may be whether it's in your physical Mm -hmm. diary or on the whiteboard in your kitchen do Mm -hmm. you write down just that activities outside of the home or do you write in the activities within the home as well like when you're going to do the cleaning yeah you know tell me more about that Yeah, yeah yeah so what goes onto the weekly whiteboard planner that everyone looks at everyone has a different color all the things that are happening that aren't to do with home So what days my youngest goes to preschool, what days the older kids have sport because for my daughter it changes from week to week. They've got a fortnightly timetable. Uh, What day she has piano just so that I can remind her, hey, have you checked what time you've got your lesson because that can change sometimes in between when we get the timetable and the actual lesson. Mm -hmm. Things like uh, dancing and I always put the time just so that I can see if I've booked something in I go, oh, oh, hang on. That's actually the exact same time I'm supposed to have a child this way in 10 kilometers and I need to be over that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's basically like all our comings and goings or if there's special stuff happening at school. In terms of like errands and chores and things like that, I have, guess what, another whiteboard <laughs> where we write, it's there for shopping lists. So the kids are getting really good and husband getting really good at when they use something up in the fridge that goes up on a list there. And then I can write up for myself if I've got a couple of errands I want to do that week that I need to get done. Like we know we've got some birthdays coming up. So that's where my planner, my physical diary planner is really awesome because I can flick through and go, oh, we've got like four birthdays in our family in April. Okay. I need to have that up on my whiteboard, you know, buy these presents at this time. So it's like my little future to-do list. And then if there's things like, oh, I really want to get the bathrooms cleaned this week, it kind of goes there because no one else really cares about that. That doesn't need to be on the planner. And there's five of us in our family. So there's a lot like I'll have to take a photo. It's very colorful. There's a lot happening each day. So that kind of stuff, it's mainly for myself. So it goes on the other side just so that I can go, oh, yep, that's right. I need to buy more shampoo or I need to clean the bath this week or I need to take the bins out, which I need to remember to do that tonight because my husband is away and that's his job. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, just that kind of stuff. Does that help? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And tell me about how this process for you has evolved. Like Obviously, buying the physical diary has changed this year. Mm, Yeah. How have you figured out what works for you as a family and what are some of the iterations before your current setup? Yeah, good question. Uh, I am an extremely visual person, hence all the whiteboards, and I think a lot in colours. I don't know if that quite makes sense, but when I, as I said, each family member has a certain colour that I associate with them and things like that. So I guess the idea started with, I think I've actually got the same whiteboard we had like from like the last five or six years, probably when Leah started school, I would say. And I started to go, okay, so there was four of us at that point and we all had different things happening, whether it was preschool or school and things like that. So I think I just kind of went, well, if each person has a different colour, it then stands out on the board as opposed to just like a black marker and it all gets messed in. For me, I actually wanted to visually say, where is everybody at? 
oh, wow, I'm doing a lot this week or I'm not doing too much. So that was helping me a lot. And then it, I guess it kind of just went from there. We just, as my husband started traveling more, we went, oh, okay, we probably need to actually have something up that's more than just weekly because there's stuff planned in advance. Yeah, it just sort of went from there. Now that the kid's calendar or my son's calendars online. That's really helpful. I used to have like a little bulldog clip sitting next to the calendar with all the school notes in the order of when things need to be paid and all of that. So, but both schools now have apps. So it's kind of shifted away. Sometimes we still get a paper note home, but that's pretty rare these days. So that's helpful as well because it's on an app now. So I can see when the due date is, it's linked to the calendar at my son's primary school. So it actually comes up on the day it's due. So, oh, hang on, I haven't done that yet. And I can do it then and there. It's got the links and everything like that. So that's probably the biggest thing that's changed, I guess, is no more paper notes having to send them back in and all of that. So that's been really helpful. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's pretty much stayed the same. We kind of just started with the colors and the whiteboard and just kept going like that. Mm, cool. Yeah. How do you guys do it? Yeah, we do it very differently from you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it would be very boring if it was the same. Yes, it would be. <laughs> um, so we don't have any physical things up in our house. Um, mm-hmm. We love a very minimalist look to our kitchen. Yeah. And our kitchen's really different to yours as well. <laughs> so, Your kitchen's about three times the size of mine. <laughs> but also you've got like a it's long very pretty. Yours is cupboard. very pretty. <laughs> like the only thing that we have that is floor to ceiling length is it's your fridge almost. Yeah, is our fridge and our pantry door, which is nearly always open. So yes. then having something on that door would be a bit Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It wouldn't work and we're walking past it all the time, so I think it would yeah, knock off a lot easier than the way that you've got your kitchen designed and set up. And also Simon really, he gets probably frustrated by too much visual. He's not a visual. That doesn't work for him. It works a lot for me. Like I've got the kids' passports sitting on my desk as my to-do list. (laughs) I am a lot more visual than Simon is. And so if I've got things that I need to do, they need to sit on my desk. So I'm reminded to do them. So how we work in our family is we just have synced up our Google calendars together. So we have a family Google calendar that Simon and I share, and that has everything that the other one needs to be over. And so we put in doctor's appointments and kids after school activities and play dates with people. And like if one of us is going out for dinner with friends or coffee with friends and that goes in it as well. We've got school holidays are in there so we know when they're coming. Simon is in charge of one of our kids' school mental load for one of the kids and I'm in charge of the other kid. So we have split the workload that way. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, that helps because, well, one, since I've changed my email address recently, one of the schools isn't sending emails to me. So I've just completely handballed that to Simon and said, you <laughs> you really need to be attending to everything with that school because I've rung them up, I've tried to fix it, nothing's working. So you 
don't expect me to do anything for that child, but I will do everything <laughs> for the other child and you don't yeah. need to worry about it. So um, that's how we've divided and conquered what's happening with schools. And yeah. thank- thankfully we only have two children, so it's an yeah. even distribution of work <laughs> in that way. Yes. Yeah. Three different locations is a little <laughs> tricky, yes. but we've we've got a joint email address that because we'd moved schools for both the older kids this year, we had to give them an email address. And I was like, well, let's give them our joint one so that even though I'm carrying that load, he's still across it. And it's actually, it's actually been really, really helpful (laughs) instead of having to ask me things. It's just there in the email. So Mm. yeah, our schools send every communication out to both parents, which is a little tricky because you don't know if the other person's dealt with that or not. Yeah. But it's also good because in theory, we're both meant to be across things. And so, yeah, that's how we do things in our home for mm-hmm. calendar items. And then yep. for planning our week. So um, and we spoke about this, I think, in the routines episode, but we plan our day the night before. So when we're sitting down for dinner, we all just share about what's happening for the day and who's going to go where and if we need to rearrange things. And Simon and I will try and do that over the weekend too. Like I knew I was working with a client on Thursday and I'd seen that he'd booked in my car to get service on Thursday. So I was just like, just checking that you're going to be working from home on Thursday because I need your car to be able to go to my clients. (laughs) And that gives him plenty of time to rearrange his diary if he needs to, to be able to work from home. And look, that doesn't always work. We can't always make it work. Sometimes he needs to be in the office, but that would mean that he would need to reschedule the car servicing. Yeah. The tricky thing with in our family is that my work calendar, like when I'm going out to see clients, isn't synced to anything. I can sync it and I probably need to because that was my double up last week (laughs) was I looked in my work calendar and went, totally I can do that client let's book you in and then went oh actually afterwards went "Mm, whoops I've got a personal appointment at the same time so I'll need to change that personal appointment and then with all the housework we don't write that down anywhere we just do it as it comes up so Simon's got his system in place for the things that matter to him and I just put a load of washing on every day and that's what I do. <laughs> but he does, he, he thinks about when the sheets need to be done and when the towels need to be done. So he just does that when he's working from home. So that's how we plan out our week. And I also, for my part, when kids get birthday invitations, then I will put it in my calendar a week out from the birthday and a couple of days before the birthday. So I use reminders in my phone quite a lot to remind me to do things. You know, if Emily gets an invitation to Leah's birthday party and I will RSVP to things as soon as I get the invitation so that yeah. I don't have yeah. to hold that in my head at all. I'll look in the yeah. calendar see if we're free, say, yes, we can come to Leah's party. And then I will put that information in my phone about where the party is. And I'll set a reminder to go off the week before her party and then two days before her party. (laughs) So that gives me plenty of time to go out shopping for Leah's birthday present (laughs) before (laughs) the party. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. It's a great idea to use the reminders for that. I sometimes will set 
if it's like an appointment and it's somewhere new that I haven't been before, I don't do great with going to new places for the first time. I like to like really know the route and I'll tag on Google Maps and all the things just so that I feel confident. But I'll set like a reminder with a huge buffer of time, like before I need to leave that, yep, you've got this happening for those. Like I kind of use it more for something new or the first time I've done it. But other than that, I don't use reminders too much, probably because I use whiteboard and that's my way of reminding, but that's a great idea. Yeah. I use reminders in my phone for every single thing just so Mm. that I don't have an excuse to forget something. (laughs) Yeah. Challenge happens when the reminder goes off when we're recording a podcast and it tells me that in 10 minutes I need to be at a Cairo 10 minutes away and I don't look at it until I've come out of the podcast (laughs) and gone, oh, now I'm late to the Cairo. (laughs) doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's what works for us in our family. Yeah. Awesome. When the kids were little, I did have a calendar up in the pantry and that worked for a little while and it was, you know, within the walk-in pantry. So it's already visually overstimulating in that space anyway. So Simon wasn't, it didn't bother him too much that there was something else up on the wall. Yeah. But yeah, our kids are the same. Like they get all of their notifications. We get everything via email now and we have to sign things digitally so mm-hmm. we've finally joined the 21st yeah. century with yeah. the schools. So that's really good. Yeah. Oh, it's so handy to just like have it on your phone and just sign the little box uh, or whatever on the app or the, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah I appreciate it because it's annoying. You can be responsible and sign that note and give it to them and then it might not make it into the classroom. <laughs> so yeah. the only thing that still needs signing we discovered last week is detention forms. Oh, okay. We haven't been in that position as yet. So, and you will never probably be in that position (laughs) until maybe the next child enters high school, possibly. (laughs) Or the next one enters high school. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly. We'll see. Yeah. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com thought of when you were talking about using reminders as I said this question kind of came from our Facebook community and we had one of our gorgeous team members Jen respond with how she does organizing her week and she's like the queen of scheduling and she talked about using recurring tasks for things like if you're wanting to incorporate chores or cleaning and that kind of stuff she schedules recurring tasks if it's something you do fortnightly or weekly or monthly or whatever it is so even as simple as like you want to change your sheets 
fortnightly, I don't know, we're going into winter, maybe you don't do it as often. You could pop that on a certain day. So it just, you don't actually have to think about it. Your, your calendar's thinking for you. So yeah, she suggested using recurring tasks for, yeah, mopping the floors, washing the windows. So those things that maybe happen quarterly even. Like mm. I want to, yeah, like are you someone that likes to clean your garbage bins out every, you know, three months or something so that you're not having to keep that in your brain because that's taking up space from something else. Pop it in there as a recurring and it'll just come up and tell you when you need to do it. So I thought that was really cool. She also talked about using her calendar for habit building. So, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about habit stacking. So you're wanting to introduce a new habit into an established one that you've already got. You kind of buddy them up to help you create it. And if something she wants to get better at, so like taking vitamins or something like that, she'll pop that in her calendar. And then once she's nailed it, she's consistently doing it, then she can remove it because it doesn't need to be there anymore. But I liked that idea of it actually, you know, if you're someone that's looking at your calendar all the time in that way, like a, a Google calendar that's on your phone or computer, I thought that was a fantastic way of actually, you know, really helping yourself to remember to do those yeah. things. Yeah. And that's why, like, that's why I love reminders on my phone because mm-hmm. it will come up on my watch. It'll come up wherever I need it to, and it's really helpful. And especially when you're thinking and planning your week, yeah. like you can yeah. plan. Okay, when will this reminder help me? You know, for instance, like there's no point putting a reminder in my phone to take vitamins at eight o'clock in the morning because I'm nearly always on the road at eight o'clock in the morning. And so I will then be like, oh, I've got to remember to do that when I get home. And by the time I get home, something else has captured my attention and I've forgotten. So planning my week also involves going, okay, how will this work? How can I serve myself the best way by planning this to go off at a time that will work? Like I've got most of the family's birthdays in my phone and I have the alarm reminder to go off at five o'clock in the afternoon because there's no point doing it nine o'clock in the morning because all the kids will be at school on their birthdays. <laughs> like most of the time, nine o'clock, people are at school or at work, whereas at five o'clock, most people, or it could be, and that was set a couple of years ago when the, all the kids were little. And so it had to be at a time before they went to bed. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, if I do it at seven o'clock, some of the little kids are in bed by that yep. time. But just thinking about like, it's all well and good to put a reminder in your phone, but when is it actually going to be convenient for you to do the task that it's reminding you to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause if it's at a time where you're not going to do it, well then that's pointless and you're still not going to do it anyway. And <laughs> you just wasted time setting up something in your calendar. <laughs> I, um, it was my friend's birthday the other day and I was like, Oh, I really need to call her, but I can't right now because it wasn't the right time to call her. And so I put an alarm in my phone and a reminder in my phone to go off at four o'clock. Cause I knew that I would have dropped my daughter at her after school dancing at I think it may have been 4.15. And so when it went off, I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you, previous Kirsty, for yeah. setting it at a time that would work well for me because now I can call her. And even if she doesn't answer the phone, at least I've made an effort to remember her birthday and that she feels loved and knows how much I care about her at a time that will work for me instead of me like remembering three days later when I hop on Facebook and see everybody saying happy birthday to her and I'm like oh man I forgot you know that alarm went off when I was driving and I couldn't do anything about it yeah so what about white space 
What do you think about white space? We've spoken about that a bit on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So white space, if you haven't heard us talk about it, you need to listen to us more. (laughs) (laughs) White space is basically that. Like if you think about your house and you've got like a wall that's got nothing on it, you could call it blank space, I guess. But white space is where you've got nothing planned. You've got some downtime, you've got space in your schedule. So the idea of all these visual ways, I guess we've been talking about planning your week, it gives you a good indicator of how booked up am I? Like, do I have white space in there? Because we know that unexpected stuff's going to happen. It's just life. That's what life is. And if we're overscheduled or we've booked ourselves in too many things too close together, then you actually don't have any space to be able to attend to the unexpected stuff that comes up. So we just really encourage you that when you're thinking and you're having that time each week, hopefully where you sit down, go, okay, what does this upcoming week look like? What are all the things that are happening? Actually be really intentional with how you plan all of that stuff so that you have some space in there for you to do nothing because that's really, really important too, or to go do something fun that isn't so, you know, locked into your rigid schedule that needs to be, or you've got that space where, oh, my kid's sick. I now have to go pick them up from school. Okay. Can I move a few things around? Cause you can set your week up, but things are going to happen and you might have to do that juggle. So being able to actually plan space into it with the intention of, okay, if I need to move stuff around, I've got some, some room to play with, I guess. Yeah. So like the other week when we both had to postpone (laughs) our Cairo appointment because we had white space in our week, we knew that we could do that and it wouldn't be a month before we got back into the Cairo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Funny how we both did the same thing to the same person. Sorry, John. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I think it would be good just to reiterate some tips just so that you I've got some really practical things that you can do if you're like, oh, I just find planning so overwhelming and stressful. So we really, really encourage you to set aside a time each week. Don't care what day it is. You could sit down on a Thursday and plan your, your week coming. It doesn't have to be like a stereotypical sit down on a Sunday afternoon and talk it through. If that's what works for you, absolutely go for it. But the whole point is to actually set some time aside and to plan it out so that you can be aware of what's actually happening. And we really encourage using some form of calendar or planner. It can be a whiteboard. It can be a digital version or an actual paper diary. You know, if it's just yourself that you're planning for, then maybe a paper diary is all you need. But if it's more than one person, then absolutely making sure that everyone's aware of if you're using a whiteboard and that they can all see it is really important too. Yeah. And if you are all using a digital one, then they've all got access to it. One of the things I forgot to say is that my kids plan out their own weeks like they keep it in their heads. I don't know how they do it, but they do. They know what (laughs) what days they have PE on. They know which days they've got their assignments due. They're pretty good at organizing their own weeks and they're pretty good at knowing what their after-school activities and schedulers as well. So we don't share our calendars at the moment with them because they don't need to. It's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. (laughs) But I think in the future when we have um, kids who are working outside of the home, yeah. doing Maccas or whatever, working at Woolies, Coles, wherever they end up working, then they'll probably need to share that calendar with us. Yeah. And so being able to share it with the people who need it to be shared with is really important. Yeah. Well, it's thinking about who is this going to impact? 
well, they can't really drive themselves to work yet. It's going to impact more than just them. So it's being aware of who it impacts and making sure they can see and be aware of where they're supposed to be driving their child. (laughs) Yep. Another tip that we mentioned was scheduling in new habits or tasks that you're wanting to complete that week. And how does that work for you? What is the best way that works for you, for you to be actively intentional about scheduling in those new habits and tasks? And the whole point of all of this is to make your life easier and to reduce the mental load for you on a day-to-day basis. And so that is why we did this episode. say that if you like that person in our Facebook community just didn't know where to start or what the best system is, we've given you two systems and we really hope that you can take what works for you and your family out of that and see how that goes for you and your family. So we would love to hear from you. Come on over to our Facebook group and share what works for you and other people will be able to take from that what they will as well. Till next week, we hope you have a beautiful week and we can't wait to be back in your ears again then. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.